Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hey, happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. I'm Pastor Stacy. Welcome to the Happy Sunday Podcast. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And today is January 7th. It's Thursday, 2021. We're seven days into the new year. 2020 is gone. We've had a couple of hiccups already. I mean, we're going through some fiery trials, right? We haven't even gone a week into the new year. But God is good and we're trusting him because we live in hope, right? So, hey, you're in the right place if you're trying to pick your hopes up, if you want to learn something new and different. Like the scriptures say in Romans 1 and 20, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. All that means is, hey, you know what? Everything around us, if you really take a look at it, you can see what God is saying in his word and the Bible and his scriptures. And we're going to take a look at that today. The first thing we're going to look at is what we're talking about in the book, the new devotional I wrote. I invite you to pick it up. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can also get it at www.pastorstacysarchin.com. It's called, well, I've said it a thousand times, right? Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. It's a play on the word Sunday, the first day of the week, and sun, S-O-N day, because the sun rises the same way the sun does and gives life to everything under him, which is everything. And so today in the, uh, the devotional, it talks about the honey badger. And true to explaining who God is through nature, the honey badger is a ferocious snake killer. It owes its fearlessness to an inherited blood mutation that overcomes snake venom. It has few natural predators because of its defensive tenacity and thick skin, which is so loose that it allows the honey badger to twist and turn freely within it. It's considered one of the least endangered animals in the world because of its unique fighting capabilities and its ability to adapt to different environments. Like honey badgers, believers, believers in Jesus Christ, are more than conquerors when it comes to serpents. We're serpent killers too, right? We owe our victories to Jesus, whose blood has made us clean from the sin that has poisoned us. As believers, we're given power to love in all situations, and we have thick skin, which allows us to freely move in prayer and faith, even under vicious attack. We're able to turn from sin and destruction and to look to God for strength and help in time of trouble. Even when bitten, we have confession and repentance as a reviving anti-venom. So get a little spiritual ferocity about yourself. Yes, the, day, the devil may be attacking, but you're a honey badger in Jesus and invisible in Christ. So that's what it talks about in Happy Sunday, the book. And the entire book, day by day, uh, uses some type of natural creature, thing, phenomena, or even unnatural, plastics refrigerators, uh, electricity, water, air, anything that's in our environment to explain the word of God and make it plain so that we can use it in our lives. And just like this honey badger we're talking about today in January 7th is a ferocious, ferocious snake killer and owes its fearlessness to an inherited blood mutation that overcomes snake venom. Again, we're a snake killer too. We have power over the devil, power over the devil in our lives. Jesus Christ has him and destroyed the works of the devil at the cross, and we've inherited that power, just like that fearless snake killer inherited his blood mutation. Well, our blood was mutated too. At first, it was a sinful blood, but when the blood of Jesus Christ was spilled for our blood, that cleansed our blood. It washed it clean of sin. 
And so that makes us be able to overcome, just like the honey badger, snake venom. We can overcome the wiles of the devil, right? The fiery darts of the devil by putting on the whole armor of God, by praying and, and saying a constant prayer, right? And by reading and meditating the word and doing all of the things that scripture says that would keep the word before us at all times. And just like the honey badger has few natural predators because of its defensive tenacity and thick skin, because it's so loose that it allows the honey badger to twist and turn freely within it. What that means is when something bites the honey badger, it'll bite all that loose skin trying to get at the meat, but the honey badger and the meat in the inside will actually move away from that thick skin and can twist and come around and do all types of things, attack while being bitten or, or even twist out of an escape. And so because of that tenacity and because of that thick skin, a lot of animals just don't want to deal or become a, an enemy of, of the honey badger. And as Christians, we have thick skin too, right? I mean, we've, uh, we've, we've become more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. He's already won the battle for us and he's forgiven us for our sins. And so when people sin against us and people come at us, in biting ways and, and, and attacking and, and contrary ways, then we're able to twist and turn out of those situations because we can loosely apply the love and mercy of Christ Jesus and the forgiveness that we've been given, we can apply that and move in it. The love that we've been given, we can apply that and move in it. And when we move in that love, when we move in that mercy, when we move in the forgiveness that we've forgiven from God, then that allows us and moves to move in ways that the enemy can't overcome us. And so that's why we're considered one of the least endangered species in the world, right? And that's why, because we live eternally. We're never going to die. So how uh, uh, unendangered is that? And we're able to adapt to different environments because what? We love all. Love covers a multitude of sins. So there are different things that can happen, different things people can say, different places we can go. And we can take those situations and still rejoice in them, not for them, but in them. And that's what scripture calls us to do. Rejoice in all things, knowing that the Lord is taking care of us, that the Lord is with us and that he has equipped us to not only survive, but to thrive and abound in all situations. Christ came back to give us life and not only life, hey, you're not dead, but life abundantly. Those are his words, not mine. I'm just borrowing those things. So like honey badgers, believers are more than conquerors when it comes to serpents. And we're more than conquerors. Than, 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 just like these, these, these honey badgers are when they come upon some serpent, they have no fear because they know that that serpent is going to bite. That serpent is going to be a serpent. But that honey badger knows that it's made and equipped with something that doesn't have to uh, uh, die or, or fail in this confrontation. And so we owe our victories to Jesus, whose blood has made us clean from the sin that had poisoned us. Again, that mutated blood uh, has changed. And, and, and when Christ died for us, uh, the poison, the poison in our hearts, the poison in our minds from, again, disobeying God and falling uh, uh, in sin uh, is washed away. So as believers, we're given power to love in all situations, because again, love covers a multitude of sins in all situations. And we have thick skin, which allows us again to move freely, even under vicious attack. So in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, I invite you to buy Happy Sunday, read the book, pick up the book, read the book, 
Uh, buy it for a friend because every single day you can get lessons like that and look at things around you and say, wow, that's what that means when Christ is saying, you know, uh, uh, turn from sin and, and 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 take on my blood and and all these things. You can look at nature and you can see that the truth of Christ plays itself out in the things around us. And by the time you get through, you'll be like that little fiery honey badger. You'll be on fire for God. You know what on fire for God actually means? It's a change within us. There's a there's a reaction that happens. The wood, for example, uh, wood. About wood burns at about 500 degrees, right? The compounds in wood start to break up and recombine to make up other compounds. And as the compounds break up and recombine with other molecules, their light weight causes them to rise so fast that they create light. And we see that light in the form of flames. Likewise, in our lives, when things get hot, you know, mentally stressful and spiritually troubling, we tend to change our thinking and begin to consider alternatives to our present actions and circumstances. And when God's spirit moves in our lives and heats things up, a spiritual reaction occurs. We begin to let go of things that we learn are unnecessary or even detrimental. The fiery trials discard the dross we don't need. The unfit and the ineffective things that we had mixed in with our daily routines are replaced with self-improvements. As we change, those around us recognize this as our light, quote unquote, shining. We're said to even be on fire for Christ, right? So another side effect of the rapid um, decomposing and recombining of the molecules is a lot of heat. And so the same heat in our lives changes the composition of the people and the things around us. Those things that are changing us, they're also changing others. So conversations evolve around elevated subjects as our flames for Christ shoot upwards instead of those lower things that we used to talk about. And relationships are formed around new interests and habits as we let go of the unrefined things in life and grab a hold of better ways. And so that's the separation from the older things in life and the different things in life. And so as we let the fire of God in us, as we let God heat us up in situations, as we let God heat us up in discovery of him and wisdom and understanding, as that fire builds up in us, that fire begins to change us and it separates us again from the things that shouldn't be a part of us. And just like in a natural fire, when the particles and the compounds separate, the heavy particles, the ones that are all used up and are unable to combine with anything new, that's what you that's what becomes the ash and the and the soot in a fire. And with that ash and that soot. You know, all that black smoke, those are things that can't combine with any other molecules. And so they're discarded. But the things that can combine are the things you see shooting up. Those things are becoming the fire. They're turning into other things. And in our lives, that's what all that dross is, the things that we let go of, the things that can't go on in the future to the successful things that we want to do. They can't be a part of the dreams. They can't be a part of the new life. And so those things fall off from us. They become the soot in our lives. They become the ash in our lives. And all those other things that can't be combined with the things that we rise up. Because other things are rising up. Other things, everything isn't just you know something to be discarded and thrown away. Some things are rising too, but they're not a part of us. And so those things go up in smoke and they go away. But the flame itself, which is us, combines again with new molecules and becomes new and greater things. And that's all because we're in Christ. And what's even more comforting is that fire is self-perpetuating. The heat of flames itself, when wood is burning at the right temperature, 
keeps the uh, temperature so that the fire continues to burn. As long as there's oxygen and wood, then the fire will continue to burn because its own heat is creating that. And in the same fashion, our flames continue to burn as long as we have the spirit and the faith of the word of God. Our own light provides self-encouragement to continue our walk with God. Seeing our victories, grace and mercy encourages us to remain faithful and steadfast. So we're refueling ourselves. We're walking and our walk is helping us walk. That's how good God is. And the size of wood also determines how easily it'll catch fire. It takes longer for a tree, a thick tree to catch fire than a toothpick because there's less to heat up. And in our lives, it takes longer for us to warm up to the things of God when the cares of the world weigh us down. So when we're so caught up into the cares of the world and we just have this, this, this thin thought of God, how could we ever be on fire with them when there's not enough fuel to get a big flame going. And then we want to be warmed by our relationship with God. We want to be sustained by it. We want the blessings of it, but we're only putting in that toothpick of a log and expecting it to you know, heat up the entire house. That's not going to happen. Again, uh, the size of the wood determines how easily it'll catch fire. So as we grow in faith, the more we grow in faith, the more faith being our wood, the, 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 the more we'll continue to, to to burn for the Lord. The fewer worries and worldly concerns we'll carry, the easier it'll be to depend on and glorify God. If you look at those, look at, uh, at the Bible stories, right, which are always great. The three Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel uh, have been thrown into the fiery furnace because they refused to, you know, turn from God. And so uh, God stuck with them in the fire. It was three of them in the fire. And, and as they're walking in the fire, the king himself who had them thrown in there notices that there's a fourth man. And he himself says that this fourth man appears to be as if he's as, if, as the son of God. And, and so, you know, that whole story for us means that, you know, we can walk through the fire. And if we trust God, we can walk through those hot situations, those heated situations and trust that God will not only sustain us, but he'll walk through the fire with us. And they were walking and talking with him in the fire. So there's a relationship there. And if you're walking and talking, then you're not being distracted by the uh, the fire. And if the fire isn't distracting you, that's because it's not burning you, right? You're not feeling its impact. And in our lives, we'll be in these situations, but if we're trusting God and we're walking with him and we're truly having uh, letting our faith, you know, meditate in and through his word and, and, and conversing with him in the spirit, then the situations that we go through won't impact us in the way that the world thinks that they would. They won't totally burn us out and ash us out and, and kill us and destroy us. We'll be able to walk through to get through these things to the world's amazement and to the glory of God. And that's what the three Hebrew boys were doing. They knew they would come through this whole trial and we too can have this same peace and confidence because we know that God's presence is with us and no weapon formed against us will prosper. We can rest assured that the fiery trials of life will not even singe our clothes if we allow God to walk and talk and guide us through them. That's the kind of faith we got to have. We got to come at the devil like the like that honey badger we were just talking about. If we're truly on fire for God with the confidence like that, with the confidence of that honey badger, we can glory in our own tribulations, right? As the early Christians did because all the problems were opportunities to experience victory in Christ. That honey badger runs up on a snake and he glories to see a snake because he knows here's a meal. Here's a good fight and a meal. 
because I'm going to attack that snake because that snake was going to attack me. And that snake can't devour me. That snake can't defeat me because I'm made in such a way that I can avoid losing this battle. Because the battle isn't mine. The battle belongs to the Lord who created me in such a fine and glorious manner. And that honey badger walks up on that snake and, and he does what needs to be done. And what we do is we come upon the problems and the circumstances that we've gone through and we walk through those fires, talking to God, walking with God, being guided by God and having others see us in the fires, in the heated situations, battling those snakes and seeing us twist and turn and doing all these magnificent survival techniques and saying, just like we would watching a honey badger and a snake, wow, look at that honey badger twist out of that. I thought that snake had him. How is this honey badger so fast? How is he not uh, uh, succumbing to those bites? Because it's the way he's built, baby. And in Christ Jesus, it's the same way for us. It's the way we're built. So in the name of Jesus Christ, even when the word of God and his comfort seem distant and limited, our faith and passion for Christ can be reignited in the same way uh, uh, a backdraft restarts flames. To talking about these flames again. Uh, if we're on fire for God, sometimes, you know, some things can happen and, and, and the flame will, will dim out. But there's such a thing as backdrafts. And, and, and again, it can backdrafts is just, hey, additional oxygen comes rushing in to that fire as it's about to die out. And then that fire comes to life again because it's received that new oxygen. And that new oxygen for us spiritually is the Holy Spirit. And sometimes when we the cares of the world and problems will we'll dim our fire. But if we pray and we, we get into the word, then it will revive the Holy Spirit will revive us in that word and it'll reignite us and there'll a, a backdraft will occur in that fire in our lives uh and, and you know, there's like an explosion occurs when a when a fire reignites in a backdraft and that's what happens when, when we have our backdrafts right we go through these downs and these periods where it's like well wait a minute what's going on and sometimes we even question you know the 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 the, the, the structure the structure of our faith but what happens when we get that oxygen like in that backdraft? What happens when that Holy Spirit takes that word, takes that sermon, takes that song, and takes it and, and mixes it in our heart and, and ignites us? And all of a sudden, boom, we explode in joy. We explode in peace. We explode in thankfulness for God returning in the joy of our salvation. We can read more scripture for wisdom when this happens. We can pray and meditate and to learn God's purpose and will in our circumstances. We can do what it takes to make sure that we keep that honey badger skin, those honey badger moves, that we keep that mutated blood and, and that we keep that, that, that ability to not be taken down by the, 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 the venomous bites of the devil in this world. So amen, in the name of Jesus, all it takes is one spark to ignite a, a, a backdraft. And I'm hoping that this word that you heard today was that one spark to, to, to create a backdraft in your life. And I, I'm praying that, that if you were some honey badger running away from snakes, that you come to your senses and realize, hey, 
I'm a honey badger that you've come to your senses and realize, hey, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And that you turn around and that you face whatever problem that's in your life right now. You face wherever that snake is in your life, where in whatever form is coming at you. And you and you come at it like a honey badger with the word of God, with confidence in the Lord, knowing that the battle isn't yours, the battle is his. That's like that honey badger's uh, battle is in its is in its skin. Our battle is in our covering, and Jesus Christ is our covering. So I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, I hope you had a good time with the podcast today. I had a good time with you. I just love you guys. I mean, this is kind of cool talking to you about Jesus Christ. I can do this all day, but twenty or so minutes is. Okay. Hey, so come back though. Wednesdays, uh, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, happy Sunday, happy Sunday. I also invite you again to buy the book, The Honey Badger, again with January 7th in the new devotional, Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. It's available on Amazon.com uh, and it's also available at Pastor Stacy. Sartan.com. I'm Pastor Stacy. I'm your best friend in the world because I love you that much and I'm praying for you all the time. You're my best friend in the world because Jesus told me to make you that, right? So let's keep it right there. Come back. Uh, check me out on Facebook and Instagram also. Stacy Sartan. I've got some nice uh, uh, little pointers and they all point at the Lord uh, in, in both of those uh, mediums. And again, um, I also pastor New Jerusalem Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan. And on 1130 Sundays, you can go to New Jerusalem Baptist Church Detroit on Facebook and you can hear a word from God that will, well, you know how God is. And if you don't, you'll learn on Sunday. So check it out at 1130 New Jerusalem uh, Missionary Baptist Church Detroit. Facebook Live, 1130. Come back here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's always a new podcast. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. I uh, want to thank my baby girl, Shelby, for my uh, theme song. Uh, it's the coolest thing in the world. I love to play it. Uh, we'll go out with that. Peace and love. Right, Shelby? Shelby, here we go. Told you it was cool. Happy Sunday. I love you. Peace and love.